there. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. This is Alicia. I'm Trisha. And we are so glad you have joined us today. If today or in the last 24 hours you've thought, I'm failing at everything, you're in the right place. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Because this topic came up and we all jumped in on it like it was uh, <laughs> like we hadn't eaten for days and uh, it was late. Exactly right. <laughs> Go back for seconds. I'm gonna tell you what's the truth. You you made the joke early on about seeing people planting a vegetable garden and yeah. that has cracked yeah. me up ever since. Every time I see somebody, you know, post something. Planting. Yes, I get tickled because you did not obviously plant a vegetable garden during the. I, I barely cleaned the vegetables. <laughs> like what? Like I, I, I'm so grateful someone's growing them for me. I, I don't know how people do everything they do. Well, I made this confession on the morning show. Like the the day I got the email that said you may come and turn in your Chromebook on Thursday and get your report card. I was pretty sure they were going to give me a report card and I flunked Aww. homeschooling. Yeah, because. My kid always said, oh, I'd love to be homeschooled. After this experience, oh, yeah. she will not say that anymore. <laughs> I can guarantee it because I, I just didn't. I think it would have it worked out better if I would have actually known, if they would have said, okay, in two weeks, we're going right. to shut down schools and you're going you're gonna to be responsible for homeschooling. Thrown but we were, on us. we were just kind of thrown into it and like, here we are and this is what you're doing. And they didn't know what they were doing either. So both no. ends were kind of like, what do we do? Right. They knew more what they were doing than I did. I can guarantee you that. Everybody knows more math than I do. <laughs> math has been awful. It's been awful. Somebody, it was awful. Somebody posted, they're like, I don't even know how many problems I have because math is one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't count them up. Right. That's right. But I will say that my kids' teachers were especially um accommodating when my kid was struggling and she had some issues with math and her teacher got on like a google classroom with her and helped her and Mm -hmm. that was super super cool to see teachers you know going above and beyond and so we're so thankful for you teachers and you may have them in the fall yes (laughs) we we give them to you with love that's right but i i have been impressed by the teachers really this past year they worked so hard they had no idea they were doing it either like you said they Mm -hmm. jumped in they had to learn technology technology zoom yeah all of that stuff and they've done it and they've risen, like you said about for Ella, they've risen and they've they've met the kids' needs. I heard of a teacher who went to a kid's house with a whiteboard, stood outside yeah. her door and explained oh a word. problem. You know, all the signs at the end of the year, mm. just everything they did. My kids' um, teachers sent letters in the mail. One of them uh, just made their Zoom call fun every day. And I really... I really have appreciated well, you know, how the teachers they're working last right year. now. Yeah, the middle of the summer, yeah. they are figuring out what they're. You know, they don't even really know yet what they're doing. They've so got I to think come up all, with several plans. Yeah. yeah. So teachers normally have a big break over the summer, and I, I, I know in some cases they're they're getting more training, and mm-hmm. and they're having to work mm. to prepare for what is to come. Different options mm-hmm. and. Um, well, here's the thing: to get back to be feeling like a failure. Just because you're not the um, model, they're not going to call you from a homeschool convention. They're going to call me from a homeschool convention and say, Carol, could you be our keynote speaker next year? (laughs) That will never happen. Okay. Mine would be what not to do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Oh, this is another story for another time. I got, I was asked to pray one Sunday at our church and I got up and prayed and then the preacher's sermon was how not to pray. I was like secretly a little offended by that. But anyway, I love him. So I forgave him. But, um, but. (laughs) 
<laughs> but um, I think the the failure aspect comes when you're thrown into roles that you aren't typically comfortable with. We're all gonna compare, yeah, to the best teacher that we know or the best teacher that we had, mm-hmm. you know. And you're like, oh, I just I failed at that. And I think the thing I want you to hear today is you're probably doing better than you think you are, unless you're me. <laughs> well, and well can you say that to yourself then? Yeah, because you to. like to say that to okay. us, but you don't take it in. All right, I think the other thing, too, is that we're, we've put this bar up for ourselves. Like mm. when we were homeschooling, we were still working at the same time. Right. And, and we were all at home and we're trying to figure things out. And we were not meant to do all of that. Right. We were not so right. meant to... To, to be all of those roles. You can't be all roles. Yeah. And so, you know, we've, we've set ourselves up to fail in that respect. And the same thing could be happening to you this summer. Yeah. If your expectations, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about Ooh, that already this, this summer on the podcast. But, you know, don't don't set yourself up to fail. Realize that we're doing a good job. Mm. Our kids are probably doing fine and mm-hmm. they're probably doing great and they may even be thriving <laughs> if we just look at it from the right angle. Mm. I had to just circle what you said, expectations. I'm sorry, I scared everyone. I, <laughs> but it's so true. And I don't know why I never learned this lesson, but expectations, when I set expectations for myself that are too high, that are not reasonable, that are not realistic, mm. it's no wonder I fail. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I don't necessarily tell them to other people, but I have them in my mind. I was telling that to my husband recently. When we went on lockdown and we were kind of all at home and, and things were much slower, I was like, no wonder I was always exhausted. I'm trying to do so many things and mm. ship the kids here and drive them there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're these taxi drivers getting everybody everywhere. And are we doing too much? Mm. You know, they're they're content with not doing as much. And, and can we maybe when when we are more back to normal, can we maybe um, prioritize that in a different way so that we're not so stressed out and doing so much and that we're, we're not putting all that pressure on ourselves. So here's my question. How do we, with intention, plan for the future when life will get back to whatever normal looks yeah. like? How do we plan for that on this side of it? Like, like I hear you say, I know anytime my expectations are unrealistic, but I do that all the time. Like I set unrealistic expectations every day of my life. Because you're a high achiever. Well, how about this? How about instead of focusing on the expectations, we focus on the moment? I'm just yeah. throwing it out. But living hmm. in the moment instead of living in the to-do list or living in the moment instead of living in the plan that you have. You get a star for that. Say it again. <laughs> I don't know what I said. <laughs> instead living. of living in the, the schedule and the to-do yeah, the list, to-do list. You're you live in the moment. moment. I'm trying to do this better, and I'm, mm. not, I'm not doing it quite yet, but I'm, I'm learning how to do it because if I have a schedule in my head, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to clean the bathroom. <laughs> That's <laughs> one that never gets done. Yeah. But then someone calls me and needs encouragement or texts me or, you mm-hmm. know, God asked me to do something. Yeah. Or I need to help my kid. I need to encourage my kid. Mm-hmm. They fell on the bike or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I can't do all that right. and, yeah. and do what God's called me to do. That's going to give much more blessing and much more joy and more satisfaction and more relational success mm. and still do that whole list that I planned. Well, and when we started homeschooling, one, it was super stressful. We didn't know what was going on. But I had an expectation of 
we will finish all these assignments by noon. Noon. And you'll have the whole rest of the day to do stuff. And yeah. I can work and we can do our to-do list around the house and whatever. And my daughter didn't have that same <laughs> schedule in her mind. She wanted more breaks Aww. throughout the day. Uh-huh. And my son was on a, he had a, like a different schedule. Agenda. So, so I'm like, and I had to let go. Once I let go and I said, okay, we need to have a little more wide open schedule where you get to contribute and Yes, you have to have it done by the end of the day, which that could be 8 o'clock at night. And so we ended up changing everything mm-hmm. up. And some of the day got done after dinner. That was just when, like, she preferred to do math was after dinner. And it was great and wonderful. And then so I was like, okay, you want to have a break at 10 o'clock in the morning? Sure. I will now go do something at 10 o'clock because I know you're do- relaxing. You know, and so my expectation of what it was, I had to completely throw it out the window and change it to still meet like the goals, but to just do it differently. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think, I think we always put so much on ourselves that we have to do everything and we have to complete all these Mm. things and we don't really. And then we beat ourselves up when we don't. Yes, I'm terrible. That's my favorite part. Oh yeah, it's a good good time (laughs) flogging oneself. I'm very good at it. I've been doing it for years. Yeah, but it is. But it doesn't motivate you to do better. Right. It right. makes you feel key. bad. It just makes you feel defeated and, and go take a nap. Mm-hmm. So, again, it comes back, and I've been thinking about this a lot, about how we're thinking. Mm. What am I thinking? What am I telling myself? I'm my coach. Mm-hmm. Am I coaching myself or am I berating myself? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. We, we covered this in a, in a podcast before, but I don't remember which one it was, but... We were talking about um, you would never say that to a friend. Like right. if, like if we talk to ourselves yeah. so poorly. Absolutely. Yeah, like if you call me and be like, Alicia, you're doing great. You got two incredible kids. They're smartest whips. You know, they they're excelling at everything they do, and that's not what you hear They'd every like, day. Mm, <laughs> exactly, or, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But we we I, I wouldn't say that to myself. Right. You know, right. it's so two different conversations, and so we, we have need to, to learn. talk to ourselves like we were talking to a friend. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're be, doing great. Be kinder to yourself. You've got mm-hmm. a great kid. Yeah. You're a great mom. You're yeah. doing your best. Yeah. Even if it's yeah. you're doing your best. You are doing your best. Yeah. And yeah. you're probably, and here's and the thing. Right. We we see things up close because we're with them all day, most of the time. And you, I mean, your vision is clouded. You, you can't mm-hmm. see how well they're doing mm-hmm. sometimes. You can't see That's how true. they're growing and how, mm-hmm. you know, we had a situation where um, somebody else saw my kid do something and, and she complimented my kid. And I was like, well, you don't know, you know, I, mm-hmm. I automatically went for the negative. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just let that be a moment. And mm-hmm. we just go, thank you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> thank good. you. Yeah. And I've got um, some girlfriends that really hold, hold the line pretty tight on me on that because um, that can sound like I'm being negative towards her, and that's not it at all. Right. It's more my parenting. Um, but you got to have those people in place that will catch you doing that and go, easy, you know, because you don't want it, your kids to hear that mm-hmm. as negative towards them because that's not it at all. Mm-hmm. It's more my parenting. So and my, throughout yeah. this time, have you guys felt anything that you're doing right Instead of like feeling, I never feel like, like I, have you really, has there anything been that like, you know what, this is going well, or I've done this right. I tell you, I had, <laughs> I had one moment. I had one moment. This is the only moment I can think of. And maybe this doesn't even count, but 
Um, we have we've started watching worst. Have you seen that TV show, The Worst Cooks in America? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have, love shows really like that. Terrible. They are. Cooks. Be- yes. I mean, like no no ability to boil water. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it's the requirement really for going on that show. But anyway, we started watching some silly stuff like that. and Chopped. We knew that oh, yeah. you love Chopped, yeah, so love we, it. We watched that. We started watching cooking shows and just uh, just a fun thing. And I knew that it was a good moment the other night when um, my, my we had gone somewhere to get something to eat, and she lost one of her earrings, and it kind of upset her because they were special earrings to her, and we were talking through that and how it was an accident, but she was still a little bit upset, and she curled up and laid her head on my shoulder, and I just rubbed her hair for a little few minutes, and I was like, these these moments don't come along very often. She's 13, so yeah, that doesn't right. happen very much. Right. And... um. That to me was in that moment. I was like, I don't need to do anything else. But the, and then she said, Mom, if I bring you the hairbrush, will you brush my hair? And I was like, Absolutely, And I hope you'll be telling this story on the day you get married. You know, <laughs> yeah. but there's so. But I feel like there's so many failures in between that one moment, and you know, maybe I had a success mm-hmm. when she was two. But <laughs> other than that, there's none none others that I can count. You know, towards my parenting tank. The only time I give myself credit, and I'm so glad to hear you share that story, mm-hmm. and I want you to hold on to that, and in your words, rub it in like lotion. Yeah. The only time I, I allow myself moments of, oh, that was a success, that was a win, is when I, I talk about doing it on the radio. And it's not because I'm trying to tell myself it. I'm trying to tell you that mm-hmm. and encourage you. And then the second I hear it come out of my mouth, I think, well, can I do this? What I'm asking mm-hmm. you to do, can I do mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. And so then I think... And I'll go, okay, seeing my, my two boys ride off on bikes together and enjoying spending time together. Mm. Their friendship has escalated during this time mm. so much. For a long time, they didn't have anybody but each other. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. actually was a, an, an answer to prayer, not a way I would have ever thought it would be answered, but right. it was an answer to prayer that their relationship would be stronger. And something like that or thinking about a memory that we made this past weekend when we, we did something fun together, you know, Allowing myself um, moments to do that is very helpful. And I'll tell you how to get there that I'm learning is thanking God for it. Mm. So when I thank Mm -hmm. God for something, then it allows me to have a moment to go, oh, you're doing well in that. You know, so it's not a selfish like, oh, I'm doing very well. It's a look what God's helped me do. Like how God's answered not a, prayer. Wouldn't James Dobson be proud moment? It's right. Going, Thank you, God, that that happened. <laughs> that right. didn't make James Dobson cry. <laughs> <laughs> He's somewhere crying. He, he doesn't even happened. know why. He's like, so sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that is so true. Thanking God for those little moments mm-hmm. in time where you can really um, see your kids. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of, you know, they always say, I, I've always heard this, that, that kids are better for other people than they are for their parents. Oh, you know, yeah. You always heard totally. that. <laughs> and, and, Absolutely. And people will say things about my kid, and they're like, she is so respectful. And she's and, and, and she is. And she the other day, she shocked me because I make it part of our just normal comings and goings. If we see somebody in a military hat, because we go to, before the, the quarantine, we went to the assisted living place quite a bit, and there's quite a few veterans in there. Mm-hmm. And every time we see someone with a hat or someone dressed in military fatigues mm-hmm. or any anything like that, as I stop and I say, thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. So the other day we stopped at a gas station, and she this is particular gas station. She loves their dollar icy. So she goes in and gets this huge, big old barrel icy, you know. And she goes in, and she was like, Mom, guess what I did? I said, what did you do? She was like, there's a man in there with a hat on, a military hat. 
And I said, really? And she goes, yeah. She said, and I said, thank you for your service. Oh. And and she said, you know what he said back? I said, no, what? <laughs> it almost scared me. But and she was like, she, he told me I have the most beautiful smile. Aww. And there was just like this moment where I wanted to bust out balling, but also just this moment of like, those are the things that I cherish. And I didn't yeah. think of that as a, as a win until mm-hmm. y'all started talking about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those little moments, mm-hmm. we just got to thank you, God. Thank you, God, that that's um, mm-hmm. that that one is stuck because she's seen me do it. Yeah. Not necessarily but now because she I taught has it. outside of you because mm-hmm. you taught that outside yep. of you. She got like courage, a, yeah. encouragement from it and it will solidify it even more mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. I love that. Forevermore. Yeah. I love that. It was it was such a sweet moment and I didn't pause right there and enjoy it like I should have. Mm-hmm. Um, but but now you can. Now I can. <laughs> I just did on a podcast. Yeah. See, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think we do have to be intentional about because we tend to just blow right by those things. Yeah. And to not appreciate them and, and really allow God to to kind of teach us lessons. I've learned more about God since I've been a parent than I have oh. my whole life. Oh, what that a classroom. Been a, that's yes. been a teaching ground for me, and I'm, I'm still learning. And I hope I'll always be learning. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you feel like you are failing at everything, Want, number one, to tell you you're not. You're like, well, you're not here, and you don't see my life. And, and you're right, I don't. But you're harder on yourself than anybody else will be. Mm-hmm. So my advice to you is be kind to yourself mm-hmm. today. And as those thoughts roll around in your head, if you would not say them to me or Tricia or Alicia, then don't say them to yourself. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would even say, go as far as saying that Alicia or Tricia or myself called you and said, I feel like I'm failing at everything. What would you say to us? And say those words to you and believe them because they're true. That's one of the reasons that we started the Girl Talk podcast in the beginning mm-hmm. was to be an encouragement to others and to let you know that you're not alone. And so today that's our message. Now, if you're still feeling alone and we can help you in some way, you're always welcome to reach out. Girl Talk at the lightfm.org is our email address. You can get in touch through the, the Facebook page, Girlfriends of the Girl Talk podcast. Even what I love about that page is that it's not even necessarily the three of us encouraging. Yeah. It's yeah. other girlfriends right. of the Girl Shared Talk encouragement. podcast yep. encouraging one another. So go there, find some encouragement for yourself. Know that we love you, that we're praying for you. If there's a way we can do that more specifically, do not hesitate to get in touch. You're not a failure. God loves you, and we love you. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the Girl Talk Podcast.